Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passion. That's what I'm going to do for you. That's why I created MoneyMakingConversation.com. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guest is Dr. Nicole LaBeach. Uh, she is president and CEO of Volition Enterprises Incorporated, a premier organizational development or OD firm specializing in the areas of coaching, training, change management, diversity, equity, and inclusion. She is the host. She is not only the host of the. She's now a host of a new relationship show called "Put a Ring on It," which you may know from that fantastic song that Beyonce had several years ago. Put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. Show follows three longtime couples with help from Dr. Nicola Beach, who embark on the ultimate relationship test. From week to week, the couples are pushed outside their comfort zones to comfort to confront the question they've been afraid to ask. Is there happy is there really happiness ever after? I don't know. We'll find out. That's why I got on the show. Dr. Nicola Beach Wisdom has inspired the audiences of Essence Magazine, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. T.D. Jake's audiences, all these different things, Rolling Out Magazine, CBS Radio. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm going to call her my friend. She's into the relationship business now. Dr. Nicole LaBeach. <laughs> Hello there, sir. How are you? <laughs> well, I need to ask how are you. You know, you're out there in the relationship business in the middle of a pandemic. I, I, all I know oh, is this, I would not want to be single right now. People wearing masks. <laughs> you don't know if, you know, talking about you can have, you might have me making love and get the COVID-19. Kiss, you get the COVID-19. Oh, Holding hands, oh, you get man. the COVID-19. I don't know if, you know, is relationships a dead thing? What is the new way? Technology, the way you, 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 you see somebody online and you just marry them. What you do? What, what do you do? Can't hold hands no more. No. What you do? What you do? <laughs> that, that's not now. That's not it. <laughs> Please don't see them online and marry them. Good Lord! Then you'll be asking me how to help. I can't help if that's what you do. But um, you know, first of all, it's a delight to be here with you. You um, you are so wonderful and inspiring. And um, you might not remember Rushan, but you actually helped me mm-hmm. um, when I first came on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So just a little blast from the past of gratitude mm-hmm. um, because your footprint and presence has been so big over the years. So I absolutely thank you for that. I believe you have to thank people who helped you along mm, the yes. way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now that I'm, I'm in this relationship space um, and hosting this show, must we never forget? We must never forget um, those who came and, and helped to create the narrative. Well, you know, the thing um, about so, that is that I appreciate you saying that, but uh, now, when I hear that a lot from people and just like you, you're talented and I've always been a person that, you know, you. it wasn't risky for me to uh, give anybody an opportunity that I felt was solidly uh, had a solid understanding of their capabilities. And I always felt you had a solid mm-hmm. understanding of your capabilities. Plus, you because a lot of people, they're passionate about something. But then does that passion translate to 
uh, the, the ability to succeed in it. And you, I always mm-hmm. felt was the was the one. And uh, and so oh, it's, it's fun when I when I see that and and I do and I, I've done it a lot in my life just uh, just trusting my natural instincts, Mr. Nicole, Doctor Nicole, is that when you when mm-hmm. people say that to me, I go yeah, and it, it doesn't really re- it doesn't really pop back in my brain until somebody reminds me. I go yeah, I remember yeah, and, and because mm-hmm. because you know when you I know how large uh, the brand of Steve Harvey is and large because I was there and I built it with him. And so, and when people were introduced to that massive audience, it really, it really did set, set in motion a major change. And you were in a position to take advantage of it. Well, I appreciate it. I do. And, you know, this is a really exciting time, um, though it is a crazy time, right? You, you said it best with everything that's <laughs> happening with COVID. It's like, People are like, Doc, how do you date? What do you do? And I say, you know, um, this COVID experience is really creating some boundaries that slow things down. Thank you. In a way that many of us probably would have benefited from if we were using some of these boundaries before COVID in how we were dating. Right. I agree with Um, that. Because slow and Right. Slowing things down. um, What I say is, you know, dating is about collecting data. Mm -hmm. And when you slow things down, you get to really collect enough data to see, are you dating a representative or are you dating a full person? So what COVID has now done, it's forced people to take the time to do the due diligence of conversation and um, being cautiously um, connected so that they can have enough time to see who they're really dating. And that's really important. And I, I, one of the most the popular lines of Steve Harvey's uh, first book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, was uh, the nanny day rule. And basically, that's what mm-hmm. you're saying in collecting data and being able to sit back yeah. and not immediately jump into a sexual relationship with a person. Understand that do they yeah. like your kids or don't like your kids? Do they like you? Do they like the food you eat? That 90 day period. And it, and it translated to uh, a major reason why that book was so successful. And you're saying the same thing here. The, the pandemic has slowed down quickly, maybe quickly jumping into bed with each other mm-hmm. and also uh really identifying the lifestyle of that person that you may want a relationship with or how are they? Where do mm-hmm. they live? Are they, do they take care of themselves physically? All these things were some of the processes that were skipped to now being looked at yeah. in a different manner. And also because of mask, you know, you can't mm-hmm. exactly see who you're, who you're trying to create a relationship right off. And so you really need to get to know the person a lot more and that also leads to long time relationships. So those values you're talking about, the pandemic is not a good thing. We don't want to be in it. But from a relationship standpoint, sure. it is forcing us to look into the person and not just the physical mm-hmm. or object. Yeah. And how do they, you know, how do they handle their every day? You know, have things appropriately changed for them as it should. Right. Right. So even things like if they haven't skipped the beat. Then that tells you something, because in, in this health crisis, you, you should be skipping some things. Like, <laughs> right, right. like there's shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, We're right. trying to like, they, they still out there just, girl, ain't nothing wrong with here. Let's go. No social distancing. Just going out there, just doing it. 
Right, exactly. So if they're not skipping nothing, if they're still driving, you know, 150 miles an hour in their imaginary car on, you know, on a road that's calling for 45, then then all of that information is saying to you, okay, if this is how they're leading their life in this dynamic, um, is, is this really the, the match made in heaven? Right. You know, so... It's not a good thing. I, I agree with you. Lots of loss, lots of compassion um, for what we're all experiencing. But it is pushing people to be a whole lot more responsible with their heart and with their safety. And that really, that's what it all comes down to is the relationship, the essence of it. So when I look at your firm, you know, you're the president and CEO of Coalition Enterprises, a premier organizational mm-hmm. development. The term, the, the one thing that pops out to me is the word diversity, because we've seen mm-hmm. during this pandemic run, especially with the death or murder of George Floyd in Minnesota, that mm-hmm. the, the push for diversity has been a, a huge calling card. You know, that's probably mm-hmm. one of the reasons why Kamala Harris was chosen as the vice president of the elect on the ticket for Joe Biden mm-hmm. was be tied to diversity. I see, I see women being elevated. I see men getting deals. They didn't get deal. You know, the president of free, free form, she's female, ABC, you know, digital, all there's a lot of African-Americans who are ascending the ladder and that word diversity really pops out. So during this time, how has the word, how have you, uh, I wouldn't say the word benefit. How, have you gotten calls to assist in an enhancing diversity platform? Talk about it over how 2020 has been different for the term diversity in the corporate and uh, entertainment world. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, my business partner and I, uh, Crystal Khalil, I, I, I talk about her as well as my own journey, you know, when I was in the corporate arena, I was in senior leadership um, for News Corporation, which is a um, Fox uh, parent company for mm-hmm. all of the Fox affiliates. And, you know, d- diversity is such a challenged conversation in this country. Right. We um, have experienced George Floyd and that tragedy among so many others. But it's like I talk with uh, my partner, uh, Crystal Khalil, who is the first African-American executive for Portia. Mm -hmm. She's no longer there. But what it took to have that part of her leadership narrative and what it takes for our um, diverse colleagues and peers to be recognized, it's it's quite interesting that often they've already done half of the work that they deserve but have not received the benefit of. So in 2020, with all of this happening, what our firm has seen is, you know, a lot of companies saying we don't know how to have this conversation. We're, we're seeing memes where it's saying white people help. And we're seeing um, colleagues that there's something different about the way they're coming to work today. There's something different about their temperament and the sadness of still seeing the casual nature of a George Floyd death. Right. And we don't know how to talk to them. We don't know what to say. We don't know what to ask. We don't know what to do. And thankfully, 
Um, we've had some really great conversations with corporations who've reached out and said, can you help? And what we said is, how connected are you to the solution that you're seeking? Are you stuck? Are you refusing to move? Where are you? And can we partner with you to answer the tough questions so we see what's next? So 2020 in that space has been a, a blessing that many firms like ours, not just ours, but many firms like ours, Rashawn, who are connected and committed to diversity have been praying for. Mm-hmm. And now it's actually moving forward. Right. And so that's what that's what excites me. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. doesn't excite to be the, the role that uh, President Trump has played in the White House, you know, but mm-hmm. what excites me is that when white people in general admit there is a problem, mm-hmm. not tied to the mm-hmm. fact that they've been forced there because of affirmative action or some legal legislature, because mm-hmm. I've always believed that, you know, don't deny me because of my color. Give me give me the opportunity because of my skill. And that's all we're asking sure. when you start talking about diversity. Now, we're going to shift gears to come by where I really brought you on the show was a, you, you encountered <laughs> a friend of mine. I'm going to call him a friend of mine because I did two movies with him. Will Packer, Think Like a Man, Think Like yeah. a Man too, And we go all the way back to Stump the, Stump the, uh, Stump the Yard. Now, you know, this weekly series is about following three couples, right, who have a long-term relationship, <laughs> and they have not slid the ring on the finger. To put the ring, the ring on the finger. Now, what attracted <laughs> you to you? Because that, that's a key moment right there. Because you know, women are interesting because because men, we 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 make decisions. We're 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 kind of like I call it satisfied animals. You know, in other words, if it ain't broke, don't 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 mess with it. In other words, so why create change if nobody's asking for change? So we will ride out a relationship or a situation, whether it's long as it's not causing any uh, disruption in how pattern of what we're doing, we're gonna ride it out. And and sometimes mm-hmm. women would allow that to happen and don't want to create disruption because of fear of loss, of fear of ending something that they believe in. But sometimes you need disruption. And so when I when I read mm-hmm. about this show coming out and then I also read that it was being shot during the pandemic, I went, OK, I got to yeah. track this now. I got I got to find out because you do all <laughs> the elements right there. Long term relationship that don't have a that not have no sign of commitment. When I say commitment, I'm talking about putting a ring on that <laughs> finger, and you're shooting it during right. the pandemic. The the floor is yours, yeah. Doctor Nicole LaBeach. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was that was loaded. Um, well, you know, Will Packer. First of all, he is he is the funniest dude. He's oh funny. my god, mm-hmm. he. He is just a, a personality unto himself. What a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saw the potential for this concept. And yes, we shot it in COVID. I, I, you know, take my hat off to the crew and to the executive producers because they kept us safe. Um, they kept us tested. They kept the, the arena safe for us to do the work. And Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. That that should not go unsaid. But yeah, we have these couples who have been (laughs) in a relationship for a long time. And the question is, are they stuck or refusing to move as it relates to moving forward with, with a ring, with an engagement that leads to marriage? So the premise of the show is, it's time. It's time to make a decision. 
either you are willing to put a ring on it, or maybe this is not your happily ever after. And maybe you need to start a new situation somewhere else. And good luck on that if that's the way you choose to go. And I wanted to do the show because I wanted to hold the space for folks to really recognize that they're in the driver's seat of a lot of the narrative and that this process would help them figure out where they really needed to be on this critical question of, is this who you should be co-creating your life with? Is this who you should be building a future with? Or should you be doing something else? So when it came across my desk, I was excited. I was like, wow, this is not going to be fun um, to help some people and hold the space for them to do their relationships at another level. But I believe it was going to give some people hope that are experiencing this question in their own relationship, Rashawn, right. mm-hmm. or they're just in a relationship and they just need some new tools to help them do the relationship better. Let me ask you this, Dr. Nicole, uh, and these th- three couples that are featured, were you a part of the selection process or they were already selected when they brought you on board? No, I mean, we talked about the folks and what was necessary and what was needed because, you know, people come into situations thinking the grass is greener. Right. And usually they have a list of what's greener, right? Mm-hmm. If you say, okay, so what would be, what would be better? Or, or what, what are you missing? They've got a proverbial list. So then when people come into their lives that quote unquote have the missing elements, then what do you do? Then what, what is it calling for now as it relates to your work to really see, is it those outside things or is it some things going on within you that needs to be worked out and worked out in this relationship so that you can have something better than where you started? So, you know, it, 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 it was something. And if you watch it, I think we're moving to episode four this week. Um, when you watch it, you really see what it looks like to call all those things forward and say, no, let's not talk about it anymore. Let's be about it and see what we're really going to do. And that's really the key. Here's the thing I always like to tell people, especially when you're getting into reality shows. You know, when reality shows first came out, there was a lot of fighting going on, throwing bottles and busting each other's side of the head. It really was deplorable for black America to be on TV because we were fighting all the time. We were angry, angry, mm-hmm. angry, 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 especially a lot of the women. They were always shouting, cussing, and pulling hair and all that stuff. That was the portrayal of early, first out, uh, they felt that the storylines had to be violent when it came to to black right. storylines. That's why I really like the shows that I'm starting to watch. Now they appeal to me, but it still can lead to relationship issues being halted and treated and in the negative. Like for instance, we've seen the Melody Hope relationship end on their TV show uh, on uh, on network because the fact that uh, her husband was a, 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 another relationship. And so that ended in a divorce. Mm-hmm. And so when you become a host of a, of a, of a, of a show, and there's nothing wrong with these couples. These are three couples that came on. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were living their mm-hmm. lives fine. You know, they were, whether they had a ring on it or not, they were cool. They were cool with it. Now, isn't there a certain amount of responsibility that you hold yourself accountable to, to make sure that you're not, you know, uh, I guess using television as a tool for ratings, but not, but not being, a uh, creating a dysfunctional relationship for these couples where they 
end unnecessarily due to TV. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, the interesting thing for me is, you know, I was offered other um, television opportunities that I didn't feel really spoke to how I live my life, what I think is important, and my brand of really trying to help people in their relationships, in their leadership, in their business, move towards the vision that's valuable to them and value added to them. So all of those opportunities didn't fit. One of the things that I really liked about this one was I felt like, first of all, for the couples that come on the show, everything is not going the way they want. Right. And that's why they're coming on the show. Right. They really do have a presenting problem. And the presenting problem is someone of these two is not happy with where things are. So that checked the first box. Is there something authentically happening? Not just the sensationalism or like you said, you know, folks are being violent and all that stuff because that doesn't fit who I am. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a problem. Are they really seeking to find a solution by doing some different things than what they've done before? Yes. Are they bought into the fact that there is a third party that can hold the space for them to ask and answer some of the critical questions? Yes. Now, do I believe that I'm the third party that can help them do that? And that really was my process because, you know, if they're coming on for the sensationalism, that's not, that's going to wear out its welcome soon because I ask a lot of tough questions and I don't, I don't have any assessment of what the answer is going to be. None. People say, well, Doc, do you know when you meet them, if they're going to make it? No. (laughs) And they're like, how? They're like, how do you not know? I said, because people are made of behaviors. You can meet people, Rushan, and I'm sure you've done this. Mm-hmm. You need to be like, oh, they'll never last. Oh, God, I'm going to go to the wedding and I'm going to get dressed up. But this is this is never going to last. And then 25 years later and grandkids, you look and you shake your head in silence. And I never you saw say, this coming. I didn't believe it. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't believe it. Then you see some that are. Match made in heaven. Right. And two years later, you're like, what happened? Mm-hmm. So what I've realized is people in relationships are made of behaviors. And really, if they've got relationship friendly behaviors, they're going to have a greater shot. If they're being honest, if they're communicating, if they're finding tools, listen, you need a hammer and all you got is a screwdriver. The minute you find out you got a screwdriver and it needs a hammer, what do you do? Are you the one that's going to keep using the screwdriver for a hammer job? Yes, or are you going to go get a hammer? Right? Go. I love you. I love you. It's, doc. It's, come on, Doc. Come on, Doc. You throwing out the metaphors you know, on me. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, so, so yeah. once you see their willingness to be flexible, and to do what's needed to fight for what they have or what they want, that's when you know if they've got a running shot. And I say to people, hey, that's on them to decide. I am just a catalyst to help them figure it out. And that's what the show provided. And and when I saw that that's what Will was really trying to create was something real, 
I said, count me in. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, she said the word Will. That's Atlanta's busy powerhouse producer, Will Packer. You've seen him. He's talking all sorts yeah. of topics from movies to Atlanta child murders, murders to basketball scandals. Now, he launched a show several years ago uh, hosted by my man, the nephew Tommy, called Owns uh, Ready to Love. He's in, love, introduced his yeah. new reality. Like she says, the fourth episode is coming up. Please make sure you watch it. It's on the own network. It's called Put a Ring on It. It was shot in a, a, a Atlanta mansion during the pandemic. So you need to watch it just for that. You just dating habits, watching how people <laughs> interact during the pandemic. They, they, when they're holding hands, when they're sitting across from each other, way across from the dinner table, when they're sitting on opposite ends of the sofa, how do pandemic couples interact? Even though they've been together for a long time, I know my wife, Doctor Nicole. I it, it, she still won't let me take out to a restaurant. Nope, she will not let me uh, do that. She will not let me do uh -huh. my daughter the same way. They said, "We, Dad, we we comfortable." Even so, a lot of people have not accepted the mask wearing from a social standpoint. And like you said, it does cause people to do pause moments in their lives to say, hey, that's I'm not comfortable with that. So I'm pretty sure what was the most, uh, not trying to reveal in this series of the episodes that's aired so far, what are some of the moments do, that you realized it was a pandemic moment that has aired so far in the first three episodes? You know, just just like what you said, um, one of the things that was big for me that you won't see in the episodes is, you know, you're with a crew and you, you know, they're they're taking care of all of the things that are necessary to make the show happen. Mm -hmm. And you realize you've never seen their faces. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, we've been working together for weeks. Mm -hmm. We've been in the same dwelling. Um but I don't know what you look like. Mm -hmm. And that occurred to me when I finally saw um, one of the guys, um, we call him Mr. G. When I saw him with his mask hanging down and I recognized in that moment, wow, I've been working with these amazingly talented people for weeks. And if I saw them on the street months from now without a mask, I would not know them. I was like, we are in a different time. Like you we said, you had, really uh, like, you had stringent protocols, no hugs, no touching. Yeah. All the things were, no, we, yeah. we were, were not used by the crew. They was wiped down immediately, sprayed and wiped down immediately, wearing a mask because in the end, we all want to go home. And she is the host yeah. of this, I want to say, hot news show. Let's put the word hot news show with a hot title. Put your <laughs> ring on it. Done by a hot Big time producer and Will Packer by hot host, Dr. Nicole LaBeach. Check it out. Oh, on, I love on, you. I want to uh, leave me. I'm, I'm going to reach out to him, put some banners out there so I can post this stuff on my social media. Again, I'm so glad we reconnected and, I, and thank you for those compliments. Yeah. I really appreciate it. God has put me in a position to help a lot of people. And then along the way, when I help them and they come back and they compliment me or give me credit for something I felt it was just my duty to do. And the blessing that you are showing on TV today is a, is a blessing to me that I that I, I, I did what I felt I had to do for you and continue to put your success. Okay, doctor. I appreciate you so much. 
Um, love to come back anytime. Oh, Thank you will you be back. We got, well we got, fi- we got finales. We got finales coming up here. A post talk or stuff. <laughs> what you say? We got more to do. Huh? Yeah, we got some, more to do. I'm telling you something, Doc. You know, I, I, I got a couple of ideas. I'm going to call you with a couple of ideas. Me, you, and Will need to sit down. I got another idea of a show idea that's been bothering me for years in the relationship genre. So you're going to hear from me okay. this week, okay? And we said, Rashawn, I'm telling you something, Doc. You can say, Rashawn, that makes no sense. You need to stop calling me. Okay, stick to what you do. Okay, manage people, produce people. I doubt that. But I think let let me tell you uh, when when humility meets humor. I doubt that I will be saying for sure. What are you talking about? I doubt that. But good try, though. Good try. So I'm I'm probably I I go to LA tomorrow. So I think I'll be flying to LA tomorrow. But uh, this week, maybe Thursday, I want to get on the phone with you. I got an idea that's been it's been good bothering me. And because it's been something that I've Good. been dealing with and, and I always thought about the what ifs of life when, when, when it comes to relationship. Yeah. I want to run it by you. Okay. Cause you're on a hot show. All Let's right. I look hot forward to it. I appreciate you big timer. We talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. If Bye-bye. you want to hear more money-making conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. <laughs>